This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This all started with Demit, that smells like teen spirit, all because of BuzzFeed, Jake then found the Rhapsody. Basket case is one you got, but Green Day songs there are a lot, Brits Eugene in Longview pulling teeth and stuck with me. Muses Hysteria, and Knights of Cydonia, kids by MGMT, and Unchained Melody. Passion Fruit by Drake, welcome to the Black Parade. Lazarus by Bowie, Small Town Boy by Bronski Beats. If I were you, the podcast. They'll spend 30 minutes thinking all song lyrics. If I were you, the podcast. They've got music knowledge, songs they heard in college. Russian roulette, chump suey, disciples, dirty Harry. Good night, Sagan, enter Sadman, a pokey pro. Red Bone Lithium, Fatlin Pompey, Earth Song, Iris Maggie May, Reptilia by the Strokes. Rappers Delight, and the kids aren't alright. Houdini, the Lazy Song, What's Up by Four Non Blogs, Not Now and Josie, Stockholm Syndrome, Dumb Weed, Adam Song, Wendy Clear, Dysentery Gary. If I were you, the podcast, they'll spend 30 minutes thinking all some lyrics. Nice. Wow. That was uh, Leonard or Luke or something. Anyway, uh, this what? is If I Were what You, you the advice about? show. That... We're hosting a new podcast today. Don't just today. gloss over. That guy put in so much time and effort over some. We dicked around for 30 minutes. And I said, thank you. And like, and it was, and it was honestly trash. It was bad. And then somebody Luke, spent the yeah, time and the thing. effort to turn it around and make it a good thing. Make it nice. a song. Nice. Good on you. Music. Thank you. Thank you. It was a whole... And I was, no, I was saying that it was just say it's pretty good. It, explain what it was. That was really impressive. It was like uh, what was it? Like you're a an asshole. You're being <laughs> you're being a shit, man. You're being a little a big shit, Frank. All right. If you joined us late last week, Jake and I accidentally spent half of the show coming up with songs in which the title doesn't exist in the lyrics of the song. For example, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's right. Famous and song, when you say but they never we spent say half that. An hour coming up with songs we sort of thought of two and then spent 20 minutes not being able to think of another one yeah really. we were more paralyzed with the thought experiment that we had yeah the guy mentioned pompeii by bastille in this one and and our buddy kyle 
from Bastille in Bastille listens to oops. the podcast. And, and I feel oops. I feel bad. Yeah, oops, definitely. Definitely. Uh, oops. So Luke writes that he was inspired to write this after listening to our most recent episodes at the time of writing about the songs with titles that aren't in the song. So th- here in that song is 40 song titles that aren't in the songs crammed into one theme song. Very cool. Holy shit. Uh, he says he doesn't have anything to plug, so please just shout out my local football soccer team, Middlesbrough FC, and ask them to sign Johnny Housen to a long deal because he's essentially Middlesbrough's LeBron James right now. So if you guys who are running that football club are listening, sign him to a long-term deal, I guess. You could really tell that that dude was uh, was, was a Middlesbrough fan from the podcast, couldn't you? Or from the yeah. from the song, yeah. Usually when British people sing, it's like I can't quite recognize their accent. But that was he was singing in a noticeably British accent, which is hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I think. S- Wait, sorry, one second. Hold on. I was gonna say he sent us a list of songs. By the way, seven of them are Blink One Eighty Two, so that's kind of on you, right? Yeah, definitely. I should have known At- that. Dysentery, Gary. There's some other ones. There's some other Adam song. Yeah, that one I should have. That one I also yeah. should. I think did Josie. I mention going away to college and Untitled? Okay. Yeah, and like, didn't I say like Blink One Eighty Two? Blink One Eighty Two does that a lot. And you're like, I don't think they do it with any song. I didn't say that, did I? What's Josie? Josie's not in the song. Josie. Yeah, interesting actually, because Josie. No wait, Josie. Oh, you know what? There's this. There's the song Josie. I think. Uh, that's like, yeah, my girlfriend. And I don't yeah. think he ever says Josie. But then there's then the Blink-182 song called Online Songs, which which the first lyric is, Josie, you're my source of uh, something frustration. Interesting. So Josie yeah. exists, but as a line in a different song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very cool. I'm and she brings about, him Mexican food from sombreros just because. Just because. Yeah, that's uh, cool. So he, she just shows up with a fucking enchilada, even though he already had. He arrived having had, and they just like, yeah, here's a burrito bowl from Sombreros just because. And he likes that about Josie, but he never says her name in the song. Yeah. The other thing that, he, that she does is she stays up late watching Vacation while he's like around, and he goes and, and will just be at her house, and that's good. Uh, that's he knows good that too. everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, just looking at where Middlesbrough FC is. Yeah. Um, it's definitely where you would think it was based on his accent, which was so British that you couldn't eat. Like, I feel like a London, like a Southern England accent disappears when you sing. But then uh-huh. you can be so British. You can be so from the UK. Like if you're north of York, that's yeah. going to bleed into the, that'll, that I umber, that's gonna, that'll bleed into the song. Yeah, I see he's 300 miles northeast of the entire UK. He's floating in a little island. He's from the Isle of Man. That's why he has such a strong, thick accent. <laughs> That's not accurate, but I love that you're, I love that you're on a Google map. Uh, System of a Down, Chop Suey. Is that the song that goes, Wake up, grab a watch your watch your bed up on the table? Isn't that song called Chop Suey? He mentions that in the song, too. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Also... And this is the last time, and we really have to stop talking about this. But how did we not think of Welcome to the Black Parade? And also, does that count? Because he, they do say Black Parade, but not specifically Welcome to the Black Parade. Right, he said, enjoying the Black Parade. 
Yeah. I feel like it does. It ca- I'm going to I'm going to say it counts because I don't want to detract at all in any way from the song, which I think took a lot of which I I, th- I just think he did a really good job. So I'm not going to yeah. I'm not going to uh Monday morning quarterback that thing. So thanks to Luke Pottage for those songs. Uh that song about 40 songs. And go All right. small and go you smoggies. That's the Middlesbrough Football Club's uh nickname. Smoggies. Uh, smoggies. Uh, the the mascot is based on air pollution in the area, the LA that's, smog. That's what you're dealing with at at Riverside Stadium, mate. Yeah, I guess they're close to a lot of like plastic manufacturing facilities and it creates a thick haze in the air. Oh, that's a kick, you smoggies. I kind of like the LA smog for like a arena football team or something that like that. That would be cool. You know, there's there's going to be some... Well, first of all, the EPL came back. You saw that, right? Yeah, without an audience. I saw their season is almost over and Liverpool is about, Liverpool is about to win it all. Is their season just straight up almost over? They're not going to yeah, like, play extra it, it like, games or anything? No, they play... There's 20 clubs and they play against every team twice. So there's like 38 games total. And like a bunch of teams were in like the 33, 34 games matches played. And uh, Liverpool had basically clinched it. So they had to like bring everyone back to finish the season so they could properly win the Premier yeah. League. That's cool. Well, I fucking love the Premier League. I watched uh, I watched my Hotspurs play on Friday. It was great. I missed. I, w- I really missed sports. I wonder if, since the season is basically over, if, like, they're playing their practice players or, like, they're actually still trying to win as much as possible. I don't know uh, enough about Harry, Harry Kane was playing. He was oh, playing, so. Good yeah. on him. And no no crowd? No crowd. That's cool. Was it weird? Did they pipe in noise? Um, it did, They didn't pipe in noise, but it's also, like, I love... I. I just love soccer because like the announcers were like just sort of complaining that it didn't seem like people's hearts were in it. It's like, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't like up to snuff. Like they're not playing at a premier league pace right now. <laughs> oh, it's like good. talking shit that I feel like that would never happen in like fo- American football or basketball or baseball. Like the announcers are like trying to amp you up. Like don't change the channel. You have to keep watching. There's commercials coming, but yeah. with the EPL, they're like, we don't care about commercials yeah. you're just wa- you're watching it in america those news uh, the broadcasters would get fired at halftime if they were talking so disparagingly that's right okay. although i do hear a fair amount of complaining from jeff van gundy nba broadcaster about the officiating but he sort of also gets put on blast for that but that's neither um, here nor there got it yeah uh, all right, this is If I Were You, an advice podcast, recording on Monday, June 22nd, 2020. Okay. Your week was relatively uneventful. You're back home. Anything to report? Uh, you know, nothing Nothing major to report uh, back in New York City. I guess uh, things are opening up here, which is, which is going to be fun. I'm, I think I'm going to go and eat outside. Interesting. Like, a little outdoor restaurant action. Yeah. I think I think I'm ready for that emotionally. I'm not uh I'm not gonna not eat outside at my favorite restaurant. I'm gonna see what's up. So I'm gonna do yeah. that. I guess I'm gonna do that on like Friday or Saturday. They're starting to do that in LA despite the fact that we've had uh, record numbers every single day. They're like, ooh, we kind of already promised we'd open restaurants and yesterday yeah. was the worst day ever, but hopefully people will sort of just socially distance themselves and wear a mask as much as possible 
I guess that seems weird. Maybe I wouldn't do it if I live. Is it Los Angeles or is it California? Both California is well, really high and LA is the biggest part. So it's going up and they're just like, well, we're, we're going to just move forward with, oh, that's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. That's At least the, in New yeah, York, the, like good. the cases are just consistently going down and we're like only going to open if we hit these benchmarks and we did. Yeah. And we in California said, we'll only open if we hit these benchmarks and we didn't. And then they're like, shit, we kind of promised. Ah, fuck. <laughs> All right. It's open, but just try not to do it. Oh, God. The patio is overflowing with people. Yeah. People are desperate to hang outside. I just, yeah. it doesn't seem worth it to me. Why do I want to eat a sandwich at a restaurant where a stranger is making it and giving it to me, hovering over my table, wearing a mask or not? Yeah. I think that California just never, or at least to me, it never like had that kind of like outdoor communal vibe like when i lived there i you like went to your friend's house but you just didn't like you didn't socialize the same way that people do in new york so i've really missed that about new york right that's part of the perks of especially new york summertime is just hanging out and eating outside yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to that um let me know how that goes yeah i'll keep you posted uh i I almost, well, I went, the place that I get coffee is also a barbershop, but it, so it's been closed for a long time. Um, and today, since barbershops are allowed to open, uh, my coffee shop opened again. So Whoa. that's exciting. Yeah. There's a, there was stories about a, a hairdresser that didn't wear a mask that like infected 90 people. And then there were stories about hairdressers <laughs> that wore a mask and then the client wore a mask and they didn't infect, infect anybody. And even though they had coronavirus. So hopefully wow. people are wearing masks while they're cutting hair. Uh, yeah, when I, I walked in today to get coffee, everyone everyone's wearing a mask. That's one nice Her- thing about New York City. That it, for some reason, wa- like mask wearing is now like um, a sign of being liberal, which it shouldn't be. It should just be like not normal. Yeah. Um, but at least everyone that lives in uh, this area in Brooklyn is... Uh, even if they don't think that it's real science, they don't like Trump, so they'll so they'll put the mask on. <laughs> That's nice. Have you gotten a good mask? I'm still in the market for like a a nice, fashionable, stylish, comfortable mask. I have. I like the mask that I got from this clothing company called Sanctuary. Do you have it on you? Um, yeah, I have it out. And I mean, not on me this second. It's in the hallway. Is it like a one piece? How many, what's the string situation? Um, so it's like a football helmet with oh, so thick and aluminum a cone, like you know, yeah. like those dog cones where you can't scratch yourself, which I didn't really need, but it's a lampshade, yeah. To have. So you're wearing a, a football helmet with a lampshade underneath, yeah. And it's so and so like, um, it's really really see. dark, so you can't see out of it. But yeah. inside, it's a really really bright light, so it burns you. So you're blinded, but eyes. you also can't see anything by the night. Yeah, that's um, the. And that's it's, from Sanctuary, you said? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, no, it's a light. It's a single, it's like, it kind of looks like those like surger, the surgeon's masks, you know, those like yeah. blue ones. So just uh-huh. like thin, thin rubber behind the ears, a very light um, face covering. And then there's a wire. That's nice. The wire for the, the nose bridge. Yeah. It's like so light that I don't know if it's that effective, but I... I, I, it's, man, it's hard to breathe. It's hot. It's hot out, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Especially it's already muggy. And that's when outside of the mask, I can't imagine what's going on inside of a mask. It's going to be bad. I mean, when I was in Connecticut for two weeks, it was a, a lot easier because you just don't see people very much. There's so much less people. So you don't have to wear the mask. 
but in New York, you you can't like walk with your mask and then put it on if you see someone coming. It's constantly, you're passing by people. Yeah. Did you see the video of the guy who walked a really long time wearing a mask and we took it off? He had like algae growing on his teeth and lips. He almost looked like he was becoming a plant. Like it created like a new fungal ecosystem because it was so sweltering in there. And like a bunch of like new species of mosquito like flew out of his mouth because of that. Yeah. So like we have to think about the problems that the masks are causing, not just preventing. Everybody's going to have swamp mouth. Swamp ass and swamp (laughs) mouth all summer. (laughs) I'll wear a mask over my ass if it means I don't have swamp ass because I have like a super swampy ass as is. And then if I'm also wearing a diaper mask or some sort of like latex situation down there, because you know how I'll wear like a, a latex diaper so it doesn't it doesn't get my uh, underwear like super moist and damp from my swamp ass. So between the latex diaper that I'm wearing and my anal mask, it's like a whole different sh- shabazz down there and you do you did shart you have like shit on your lips i don't know how you did that but you like burped a little poop somehow (laughs) yeah so i'll burp poop as well during the mask situation the latex thing can you fucking imagine burping poop (laughs) like i guess throw up is that yeah comparable so yeah i can imagine that it's like yeah Is it all right? You're pissed off or something about it. Well, one of us isn't allowed to have any good ideas, and the other one just gets to steamroll the entire. Good ideas. Good ideas. What's your good idea? To to burp poop? That's not an idea. That's a to wax on the topic. To just chat about it, but you don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk about this shit. And I'm I'm even sorry for bringing up my swamp ass and my algae (laughs) teeth. (laughs) Be like, uh, you're you're disgusting me. I was trying to talk about my swamp ass, my swamp mouth. Uh, All right, let's try to get to a question before the break. Okay, I mean this is getting ridiculous. Here's a uh, here's a quickie. This is from a D&D player. So you got a D&D name for us? Uh, yeah. Let's go with um, uh, Jivelin, My one of the characters I played. Jivelin. Jivelin writes, I've been playing D&D for two years now and started running my own game. So far, everyone is loving it, and our inexperienced players are even having fun. However, I noticed that one no. of the guys who thinks he's a D&D god has been fudging his stats and rolls a little bit. His HP is way above what mathematically looks like it should be, and his character stats are all plus three at level one, which is highly unlikely, and he's deliberately leaving out some of the language on spells, e.g. concentration, components, and damage. Yeah. None of the other players have noticed this, but I'm picking up on it due to the fact that the encounters I've built have been running very seamlessly because of the player's extra damage or inability to be knocked out. Mm. The rest of the party is asking us to make the encounters harder, but based on their player level, the encounters should be knocking a few down, but they all remain fine because of this fucking player. So what do you think I should do to stop this? I don't want to punish his character in-game, but that doesn't seem fair, like I'm targeting him, but I think it would make him very uncomfortable if I called him out in person as well. Help! So what is he talking about? Yeah, you read that like you were making fun of the guy writing it, but I think the yeah. guy writing it is squarely in the right. This player is actually being a little bit of a dickling. <laughs> I was sort of reading it as though I was a nerdy dungeon master getting yeah. pissed that it's several yeah, you player. Were. 
You were, yeah. and I resent that. Because there's nothing nerdy about being a dungeon master. It's actually a really selfless, honorable thing to do. You have to do a lot of work, a lot of prep, and you bring joy to your friends and your family yeah. and your comrades and your compatriots. Sorry. You're being I mean, an asshole. I mean, I get, yeah, Sorry, you could be nerdy and crying. also selfless. Oh, my God. Oh I've my never God. seen you this touched or upset. All I did was go after this D&D guy a little bit. By the way, nerdy isn't necessarily bad. You said he, he's not nerdy. He's actually selfless. He can be nerdy and selfless. Okay. So. Touche. Touche. <laughs> uh, um, so have you encountered a cheater amongst you? Have, have you ever wanted to be like, uh, I rolled a 18 when it was yeah, actually well, like in our group, in our group, um, I'm the cheater. I will add hundreds to my damage. I will. Huh. I can't be brought down because... You know, especially now, it was a lot, it was tougher before because, like, I was at the same table as everyone and I would roll and I would be like, oh, that's a nat 20. And someone would be like, you, like, I see that you rolled a three. Um, but now I'm rolling off screen on a Zoom call. So I'm just like, crit, Another, crit, yeah. crit. Like, Jake nice. rolled a saving throw and I'm like, oh, that's actually a 40, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's not even dice, right? You're just having like a little sound effect. So you like, you yeah, because I don't have dice, but it doesn't brain. matter because I know that I have to get a super high number. So I just have these little marbles and I just like, do you ever, yeah. I mean, here's them. It's here, I'll show you. It's like, do you hear that? Yeah. So what'd you roll there? Like, that's, yeah, what is that, a stapler? What so what I'm rolling right now is the cap to my uh, swell bottle and, and what will you my say AirPod you Air, like case. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then what do you say? What'd you get there? That's a five plus 12. Uh, yeah. that's okay. Uh, <laughs> let me add my modifier. That's five plus 22. 12. <laughs> 22. <laughs> do you always look so guilty when you do it? Cause your eyes are really like wide open and you're right, not blinking. Yeah. <laughs> you look right, like really a six year old who's clearly lying. To <laughs> yeah. That's, um, <clears throat> Oh, now 20. you're sweating. You get, oh, and by the way, this is just a really low stake. You're telling me that you're cheating, so there's no stakes at all. I can only imagine what it's like when you're actually cheating. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so obvious. Yeah, it's you know, it's not fun. It wouldn't be fun to cheat. I think it's... I, I don't... All right, so here's what I'm trying to say. I think that the solution here is to not, like, publicly call out your friend, like, during... Like, you don't have to outsmart him and you don't have to confront him, but just like sidebar, you can sidebar with them. That's all you have to do. Yeah. You say, hey, I feel like your character is maybe a little overpowered. Can I take a look at your stat sheet? As the DM, that's your right. You're allowed to do that anytime you want. Um, okay. So maybe the, the dungeon man, master can start it off with a little, all right, ready to play. And uh, you don't have to cheat. It's more fun if you don't cheat. Ready? Here we go. Do a little pep talk like that. The other yeah. thing you could do as a DM is give some of the other characters like magic items and give them some abilities and stuff that that feel like they catch up to the cheater. And then you can uh, put in like monsters that are harder for everyone. So it's mm. not just like easy for this one guy and normal for everyone else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. Maybe we can have Murph on and he can let us know what he does when you cheat. Like, is it like you want to keep I was just kidding. I don't really cheat. I'm like fucking really honorable. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> You're crying again. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. Answer some more questions on the other side of these advertisements. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. 
Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness nah thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little sooner than five. Yeah, bro. I think we both do, don't we? What do you got? Yes. uh, I recommend 
cordless vacuums. I recently got my first cordless vacuum and it changed my life completely. I was a corded vacuum loyalist. I thought mm. this was just the status quo, the only way to get things done. You lug it around, you plug it in, you vacuum for as much as possible, you unplug, you lug and it you to gotta, the next room. You got to recoil at the end too. You got to recoil. Oh, yeah. You got to oh, yeah. decoil, you got to recoil until my brother uh, told me about his cordless vacuum, got one, and I was like, wow, I had no idea how much easier this is. I can get under couches, under chairs. It's got the agility and portability of a broom and the suction and power of a corded vacuum. I can't believe you, it. Would you say that going cordless feels choreless? <laughs> um. <laughs> You really put me on the spot there. I guess I never thought of it that way. You to, don't have to really it think to about it. It was just a, it was just like does a little... it feel choreless? I, yeah, in a way, matter. in a way it does. Make... But also, there's no like, reason to what make... is how would it feel like a chore? And then we're suddenly talking about socioeconomically like what chores actually mean. Like you're you think of chores in the classic sure. way, and it's doing the dishes. Th- it's the better response would have just been to be like, Haha, yeah, I think so." Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, nice. <laughs> but when you think about chores nowadays, it's uh, more so it. than chores. It's about cutting the cord, both with cutting cable and with vacuums. Chores are bores. That's AKA. right. I've always said and now that. And now that it's cordless, I can vacuum with ease, and I find myself vacuuming more, and then it's just it's a much more pleasant uh, experience. I've even like turned a few of my friends onto the cordless vacuum. Uh, I was once on the other side, and I assure you, it's a worthwhile upgrade, especially if you're looking for a new vacuum. I we haven't gotten paid to promote any specific brands yet, so I don't have to like talk specifically about which one I'm using. Though I assure you, it's amazing. It's a, I assure you, it's a Dyson. <laughs> and if you give me eighty grand, I'll say the full name of it. But let's just say it starts with DYS. Yeah, you can go on Amazon and just see what their what their best ones are. But I I've had a cordless vacuum for a while, and I also I similarly love it. Yeah, cordless vacuums. What do you got? Um, well, you know our buddy Al Jalil. Yes. Um, this is a guy that he's like just done us a lot of favors. Um, I think we met him in Brooklyn because he offered to make a video of our show. And then like yeah. showed up early and the venue uh, wouldn't let him or something like that. And I felt bad and we hung out. Uh, he's a great guy. He like gave us a ride home after our show in DC. Yeah. Uh, just been an all around solid dude for a long time. And he hit me up and he asked if he could pay me for a 15 second spot on the show to promote something. And I said, dude, that's great. How much did you fucking charge his ass? <laughs> well, I, I charged him a lot and that's and i'm not going to tell you and i'm not going to let you promote him because i'm going to keep all the cash for me so you charged him and then he paid you directly venmoed you or he's giving it to headgum and then we'll split well i have to i have to upload this air check so i'll show him the ad and then he'll pay me directly but he does not going to pay you because like i feel like during the ad break we do we each do an ad and then you know the money has to get split but if yeah it's a little faster and better (laughs) for me if i just go directly to the source, I do the ad, and then I don't have to give you anything. I don't think that's moral to cut me out like that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not stopping you from, you can go out there and 
do ads. You can get an ad and come on. I'm fucking like, talking you, about the, vacuums, and they're not paying yeah, you squat. They didn't you're just do like shit for selling. You. Yeah. yeah, you're taking advantage of friends, fans, videographers mm-hmm. alike. So what yeah. is he looking to promote? Okay, yeah. So that's the thing. So I told him that for the right price, I'd promote his stuff for fifth for fifteen seconds. But the right okay. the price was actually free because he's been a solid dude for us for a long time. And then I asked him what he needed help with, and he wrote me a little thing. You want to hear what it is? Okay. I'm Al Jaleel Williams, a 34-year-old actor, writer, director, filmmaker from Newark, New Jersey. My website is handsomedadfilms.com. That's a good website. He didn't write that. I'm just saying it. That's your editorial, uh, so here's, yeah. here's his dilemma. I have two YouTube pages, and I need subscribers to change the name of one of them. The first and main page to see my films is youtube.com slash handsome dad films. Again, that's a good name. Uh-huh. The second one I made years ago, but I don't have a hundred subscribers, so I can't change the name. It's mm. youtube.com slash trubby for show. Okay. Do you understand hard why to, he needs to change that? Yeah. That's hard to pronounce. T-R-U-H, don't know how to spell it. T-R-U-H-B and then the number four show S-H-O no W. That's so that's tough. that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I want to change my name, and it's going to be for vlogs, reviews, and his fitness journey, things like that. Um, okay, so he's trying to change the YouTube to Handsome Dad Films. Um, okay, and if you want to reach out to him, it's handsomedadfilms at gmail dot com. Uh, okay, that's that's all I got to say. But you need to follow his YouTube so he can change the YouTube name from Trubby for Show. To handsome dad films, which we all understand yeah. that he's going to need to do. So, do. how many people need to follow the one that's hard to spell and pronounce? One hundred. That is a low bar. If yeah. one hundred people follow this YouTube, that yeah. helps a young up and coming filmmaker from Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Who this, has straight yeah. up given us a ride home after a show? That's the level. Literally. Of good yeah. dude he is solid he, just like he's not only us he's not ride. only driven he's not only driven he's actually driven us so that's, that's correct it just shows you it shows you his drive um and i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is i'm gonna follow this youtube.com slash t-r-u-h-b number four s-h-o easy wow except not that easy and that's why it needs to be changed that's <laughs> Got all it. that's my unsolicited right. advice is help me help al you're kind of making me look like an asshole, right? Because like you're helping one of our friends, and then mine's like, yeah, it's hard to vacuum sometimes with a cord. So well, you, didn't, you, you don't know how much cord? you don't know how much cash I really charged him. It's because I said that I didn't charge him anything, but then I also made a joke about how I charged him a lot. And the truth is, there's a little bit of gray area in there because <laughs> I charged I charged Al like kind of a lot of money for. So that's not a gray area. It's not. You said one side is nothing at all. The other char- the other side is a lot of cash. And then you said it's kind of a gray area. You charged him a lot of cash. That's not a gray I area. Ju- that's a black area or a white area. You're firmly entrenched into one of the extremes. The worst one, by the way. Yeah. So right. So I think that like there's multiple sides to every story. Yeah. Um, you never, and the truth usually really lies in the middle, right? Somewhere in the but middle. yours, do, yeah, yours is not. In, so yours what I did is, was I charged. Yours is exactly Al, one of the sides. A lo- yeah, a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like saying, "Oh, this person thinks I'm 37, the other guy thinks I'm 47." The answer is usually somewhere in the middle. No, no, it's one of them is right. I'm 37. Yeah. No, I'm 40. You said that one wrong. It's 37. So you didn't. You don't nod yes. Do not nod yes because you don't understand what I'm saying. Don't okay. nod no either because that shows like you're trying to ignore me. I, you, well, then I don't know what to do with my head at this yeah. point. <laughs> Just listen to me, okay? 
I'm crying. <laughs> You're crying now, but that's fine. That means it's starting to get processed somewhere in the deep recess of your brain. Don't take advantage. Al's of got it. 52 subscribers on this thing. <laughs> give me 48 fucking people that give a shit, and and we can we can help. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll do my best. People. That's it. And right. I, then I get the cash that I was promised. Actually, I'm going to unsubscribe now. So we're at 51. What? We need 49. Come on, people. We can do this. Let's. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, this is an email from somebody who's a 23-year-old baby boy from Southern California. Okay. 23. God. This is called Michael Jordan, Mr. 23. Nice. Longtime listener, first-time question asker. I'm a 23-year-old baby boy from SoCal who's scared shitless about going outside. One of my best friends <laughs> and his girlfriend like has been... <laughs> he's been a best friend and a girlfriend has been pressuring me to drag my socially deprived husk outside into the dangers of COVID. The problem is neither of them seem the least bit concerned about the virus. They don't wear a mask and they don't go out and they go out on the daily. My best friend even went to a resort hotel in Dana Point this weekend uh, with some of his extended family and his brother who was on the trip even has cystic fibrosis, which is a chronic lung disease that puts him at a high risk in these trying times. Hmm. My question is, should I say something to my friend to make him come to his senses? I honestly just want to know why he is not taking this pandemic seriously. How should I go about addressing it with my friend? I know he has a right to do whatever he wants with his body, but as a concerned friend, I feel like I should do something. What would you say to an ignorant friend who thinks it's in he's invincible to the virus? Also, how did Amir find a mask to fit around his big chipmunk cheeks? That's a Love. good question michael jordan i guess you haven't really though because you're asking you're asking you were asking me about what kind of mask to get so i think is that yes, the problem just that it's, no that was no it had nothing to do with the cheeks i was just asking because i like have like some flimsy dinky looking mask i want to upgrade my mask game it's not that and it, it doesn't fit around is my it chin, flimsy? Cheeks. Does, does it fit over your face yes it fits so oh, it what yes it fits over my face with by the way several inches to spare even though my ears are a little bit further behind uh the average humans i still yeah, have and a your lot mouth of mouth protrudes like you have a long those two front teeth are like you know yes i have i have big two front teeth pointy. i have a long nose and my ears are recessed but i'm not a chipmunk <laughs> and i don't need like a special mask made i would take a custom one or if there's like sizes i would choose like yeah chubbier cheeks sorry are you eating an acorn yeah <laughs> i'm sorry we we kept having to push back this recording and now i'm all hungry for a freaking snack you're feeling peckish <laughs> yeah um yeah you can't convince your friends to give a shit about the virus for whatever reason some people just don't care mm -hmm. yeah i've noticed that too um, um hopefully the least you could do is tell them to wear a mask because it it's uh helping other people who do care whereas like where he goes he's mostly endangering himself there's part of it that endangers other people that he comes in contact with. Right. That's where it gets really selfish. You can maybe just like share stories, share articles, videos. It's There's not really much you can do, it seems, though. Yeah. Some people are just anti-science. They'll be like, that's fine. Or they'll say that's not even true. Or they'll just, you know, deny entirely and... You can't, I think that those are the people that either just like want to be outside. So they've convinced themselves that the virus is either not as deadly or the numbers are straight up fake. Right. This is what I need to believe to feel comfortable doing the stuff that I want. I guess you could, 
I mean, there are there's there's things that I feel like there's stuff that people share about this that sometimes it like goes over my head or it doesn't like it doesn't grab hold of me. But then sometimes like an article is like, oh, that's interesting. I care about this. So you could just kind of strategically share things that you respond to and hope that your friend does too, because maybe you guys are like minded. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I don't really have a lot of friends that straight up don't believe in it, but I do see people on Twitter and like people on the news, like at Trump rallies being like, yeah, I've seen people get sick, but I just don't know the real facts. You don't really know because, you know, they're feeding us fake news. You know, people who are like led to question anything scientifically inclined or related at all. So it's not like you are going to be the one that breaks through. Yeah. I think it's just like, it's, it's kind of like anyone doing anything dangerous. Like most of the time people are safe and then you like hear about somebody that did something really stupid and you're like, Oh my God. Um, so as long as they're just endangering themselves, that's, that's going to have to be okay for now. Yeah. The real problem is that like odds are they won't get sick. So like they will go to a restaurant and like, you know, nine times out of 10 be fine. And they're like, see, I told you so. But then, you know, one of those times they'll either get permanently ill or take a virus and give it to an old or immunocompromised, immunocompromised loved one and literally kill right. them. That's really and until the that happens, part. they won't fully learn their lesson. Yeah, because you're allowed to not give a shit about yourself. It's really rude to not give a shit about other people. Yeah. Try to do that. Uh, uh, all right. Last question. Uh, this one is a long one, but I'll give you the the cliff's notes version from an 18 year old yeah okay. the eight the, the 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 he says so here's my ishmael so we'll call this guy ishmael uh 18 year old dating another 18 year old for six months now but uh the 18 year old girlfriend wants a instagram sugar daddy and one of them has been courting her and he says the man is 47 and uh, she says that she just wanted to get some money from this guy so that he could pay for us to rent a cottage this summer. And that obviously it meant nothing to her. But I can't lie. I find it a bit creepy that he calls her my beautiful baby doll and other names of the like. She did ask for my opinion before going through with anything. But now I'm stuck in this mental kerfuffle of Freudian perplexity. I find it creepy for sure. But also it could be a harmless way for my girl to make some guap. Do you think I should give her the A-OK so we can stroll away for to this cottage country this summer? Or should I hold my ground and stress that this guy's a creep and could be scamming her? A longtime fan from Toronto. Okay. Thank you, Ishmael. So this guess... 47-year-old on Instagram is sending his girlfriend cash to chat with him on Instagram. The I, Well, the first thing that we should cover is just that it's not up to you. That's... Um, the question of should I say it's okay or should I hold my ground you're you're entitled to have an opinion about it but this is not your call uh, yeah ultimately it's her decision to make I would share the opinion that this is creepy and bad though you know like it seems like this is just the beginning of a bad power dynamic in a relationship uh, for this old dude and yeah. your girlfriend it's definitely dangerous adjacent if it stops here entirely and he just sends her cash to dm him that's probably fine but my uh, spidey sense is tingling in that i'm closer to 47 than to 18 and i feel like this 47 year old 
uh, odds are he just won't want to DM for cash forever and then just disappear. Right. I think this is where it starts and not where it stops. This isn't like, like the guy, <laughs> this guy's end goal is not like, I'm just going to send a young woman cash for her to go on a vacation with her boyfriend. And that's good for me. That's mm-hmm. not what, that's not like the, that's not the end goal here. Not at all. No. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, like, if this lady wants to do it with uh, or DM with this guy and gr- take his money and spend it on you, you can't stop her from doing that either. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you definitely can't stop her. But so I guess well, the you could you say that say you don't want the money the to be spent. I think that like the thing that you can you have control over is saying like, I don't want to go to a cottage paid for through this creepy guy, like. If if your girlfriend wants to spend like get money to spend it on you and you say that you don't want that money spent on you and she could do whatever she wants with the money, you know, then then the cash from the dude becomes a little less fun. Unless yeah. she just wants to buy herself stuff. Right. Yeah. I guess be honest with her. Let her know that it makes you uncomfortable and maybe it'll make her uncomfortable. Uh, or at the very least steer her to a place where she like, yeah, maybe this is a little creepy way to make cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay safe. Good luck. Uh, we'd love a follow-up pup. Uh, all right. This, uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, the email address for all of that is if I were you show at gmail.com. For more of me and Jake being silly, you can listen to the HeadGum podcast that we're on almost every week. That's, That's a, correct. A, a podcast that Jeffrey James has been hosting, and it's been very fun to record those. And then we're also still making videos every week on our Patreon, patreon.com slash J-A. Ja. Thanks to you guys for listening, and thanks to uh, everybody for writing in. And, oh, this closing theme song, I was going to totally forget, is another parody. Um, A Green Day about, oh, another song with a title that doesn't appear in the lyrics. Uh, It's called uh, Brain Stew. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Did it, did it, did it. Oh, yeah. I love that one. That's a good one. Um, and he says, shout out to Brother Sister Co. for helping his baby face diva become a hard one of himself. So I guess he's been using the beard oil. Damn, you'll love to see it. Good work, man. Cheers and go dogs. Hell yeah, go dogs. Uh, thanks to Paul for writing that. And thanks to you guys for listening. Go smoggies. Go doggies. And we'll be back next week. Later. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.